Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Hour number two kicks off, and we are off and running. Good to have you aboard with us on the Team 980. Always live and free on the Odyssey app. The DOC in studio with us until 4 o'clock, as he is each and every Tuesday. Always great to have Rick Doc Walker with us. Matt I- Maddie Ice. I forgot the E. Hi. Matt- Ice. Hi. Hi. Hi, Matt Ice. How are you? Maddie Ice on the other side. Of the- he just put up a ridiculous picture on Twitter. X, whatever, uh, still contending that uh, yellow mustard existed in New York 40 years ago. It, it did. did not. It did it not. Did. Uh, just trust me, it did not. But that's okay. I mean, he's a little bit misguided, DOC. Yeah. He's just a little. He's got a new he's look. He's a good too. young man. What do you think about the new look? I, you know, I like it. Yeah, I, it I mean, yeah. I got to admit, like, I'm nobody to criticize appearance. But every time I would see all that hair bushed up in his, on his neck mm-hmm. and on his what do you call that? Nape, right? Is that what I was? I was starting uh, to look a little, uh, a little raggedy around yeah, the edges. That yeah, it was, yeah. it was time for trim. Yeah. Just He's got a Wall Street look now. Uh, he is very corporate. Oh yeah, he very corporate. Yeah. You put a suit and tie on this kid right now, mm. and dress for the job you want. Yeah, I think absolutely. He, I think he takes over like yeah. the assistant PD job. Yeah, even like even the whale has tightened his look up. Have you seen? I have the noticed that. Now he, he says he's. Obviously afraid of of putting on his finest and walking around Southeast and on the Metro. Yeah, but he but is, he has uh, he is definitely his game. stepped his wardrobe yeah, he's game. A, up. He's up his game. Yeah, he's up his game. Which, which Super Bowl shirt do you have on there? Well, Super Bowl was that last year's? No, 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 no that's no, no. Uh, everything what? I have is old. Uh, which well, one we're was going? Up, this is fifty two, right? 40, no. This is this next one will be fi- yeah fifty five fifty five yeah no this is back this is oh, okay. Minnesota Minnesota oh Minnesota Minnesota yeah. all right back to the calls we go three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty who's more to blame in your eyes Jack Del Rio or the players both Doc and I say it's the players uh, just expanding on that for one second listen I understand there's things Jack Del Rio can do to in a big spot like I was disappointed that they played a soft coverage on third and eight and yeah. you know. Cody Barton and Derek Forrest are late converging in a big spot. If they can get off the field there, they win that game or could win that game. And yep. they didn't. I understand. There's, you know, we the second to last play of the game where they allowed nine yards uh, on the I, I I get it. They blitz, they double fire blitz. Jack loves to do that in third and long. And then they play soft, soft coverage behind it. I'm not telling you I have all the answers. I mean, clearly, if you're going to be aggressive and double-fire blitz, you might as well be more aggressive and in your face. But why are you double-fire blitzing and being so over-aggressive on third and 17? Well, again, you can, you know sometimes you got to live with the result. You give up something to get something. You know, so we can, again, sit here and debate all of this and all this individual nuance. The bottom line is, is Doc, right, this defense has way too much talent. We thought and way too much investment. Yeah, we thought to be allowing thirty points per game. Yeah, well, and it's not all 
the thirty's not all on theirs. The offense no, exactly has put them in a horrible position several times. But the bottom line to it is, if you want to be considered with the five freaks that we've identified, one in Dallas, one in Frisco, one mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, one in Cleveland, mm-hmm. then you got to show up. Yeah, because when we watch those teams play, it's always clear who needs to be doubled, who you better do this to, and they're still getting there. Those five freaks show up every week. Is that is that mostly it. because they're edge players? Even though, it's even defense. like Aaron Donald obviously was an interior, like well, like that's to, a, that's to me, Deron Payne yeah. is it's probably to the most inside. freakiest individual. But again, we talked about how he was swallowed up a little bit on. Now I what that I don't his, that was the game he made the least noise. Right. What I don't know is if he was double teamed so much right. that yeah. that's what freed up Chase Young. I, that I don't know. I can't tell you that. I need Jack Del Rio to tell. And me he that. also played the best offensive line he's played yeah. all year. Yeah, that's true. That's why. Although they're the one champions. that lost their starting right guard, which yeah. would be more of his matchup. A backup. Yeah. On a really good team. Yeah. Is as good, if not better, than other people's starters. But I was expecting Duran to be a little bit more of an impactful yeah, I, I, force. Yeah, I expect on him to create havoc every week. Yeah, yeah, that's who he is, and he certainly he was throwing has people around that. like a rag doll right. Right. two weeks ago. I mean, he—he's yeah. a force. I don't think we recognize how powerful this dude really is. Yeah, and can be, and so and he and John got this great thing. Whoever gets doubled, the other guy eats. Mm-hmm. And then the guys on the edges, we just expect a lot from them because they have a lot to give. But they were going up against two very talented tackles and uh, an immobile quarterback. It's not like you got a guy who's sitting at seven right. steps. Stop. You don't know. And Hurst no, is so know. dangerous. Right. I've and never, he's never rushed, under center. I've never rushed a quarterback in my life, so I don't know. But I would think that would affect me if I'm playing Hurst right. as opposed to playing some guy who's sure. stuck in the woods. So. You know, look, it, it all deserves worthiness, but the bottom line is that when I watch those other five freaks play, there's never ever need for excuses. Mm-hmm. You always know, my God, that kid 11, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. Yeah. 97, they're just, they do things that I'm going, and 95, it's like, wow. So I need more of that. Yeah. How Since, about Khalil Mack the other day? Six sacks without Bosa. Well, you know what he's capable of. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Then I, I have to look who they play. Uh, well, it was against uh, Vegas, oh, okay. who's got a crappy offensive They're line. just so incompetent. Yeah, I mean, exactly. there's it's so many bank robbers that hold positions that are employed. It's just, it's just Josh McDaniel's one of them. blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. What, I'm just a fourth chance he gets? Yeah. How many chances well, second head coach does this job. guy get yeah. to fail yeah. before? And there's some up-and-comers. There's some cords that are looking really good. There's if the offense people, here in Washington continues – what we saw on Sunday, not last Sunday, but this past Sunday, that oh, Eric that, Bieniemy is going to be as good as gone, yeah. unless he's the head coach here. Yeah, well, we got a long way to go, brother. Let's get to uh, some of the usual suspects who've been waiting on hold for uh, a long time. Appreciate you being patient with us. Uh, let's go to Jonesy in Greenbelt. What's up, Jonesy? How are you? Hey, man. I'm going to tell you something. How are you doing today, first of all? Good. K-9. And... and Keeper of the canines, Doc Walker. How, how we doing? We good, man. We're getting there. I'm gonna tell you. Let me tell you something, man. My kids, I, I never really paid attention to them, really me listening to the radio, but they've heard you so many times over the years, Doc. They're where they they 
quote words that you say. For example, I asked for, you know, kids, hey, y'all want some pizza tonight, man, or what? And both my boys go, absolutely. I said, wow. <laughs> I said, the only person I know to say that often, especially in the past, I said, that's Doc Walker. I said, boy, y'all need to leave my boy Doc alone. They said, yeah, we love Doc, man. <laughs> but anyway, uh, moving along here, I'm going 50-50 with the defense and coordinators. I mean, as far as the coordinators, it tell me is Richie Pettibone and uh, uh, our boy Greg Williams, are they the only ones that scared not to play man across the board? Are they the only two coordinators we could ever get that were not scared to play man across the board? Because here's the thing. If you give me 40 yards worth of free field, <laughs> I'm going to get me a first down every time. I'm sorry. And believe it or not, yeah, I'm 54 years young. You know what I'm saying? But we need to play man across the board and stop and make these dudes fight for their yard, for them yards. Bump and run coverage. I mean, is that the a football game nowadays or what? I see other teams doing it. Why are we so scared to play bump and run coverage? Okay? Because they're scared to get beat over the top. They're scared to get beat over the top, Jonesy, but then they still get beat over the top. Somebody told me if that's the way the the, the, the coordinators feel, then it's, it's, it's shame on you as the coordinator and coach because you picked the wrong guy. That's what I heard from that guy, Doc, but, you know, I ain't going to even reveal his name. I understand. But, um, that's what I told. And that guy played a hell of a, a brand of football. He, oh, and he got a Super Bowl ring, too. So, anyway, um, I'm just saying, man, we picked the wrong damn guys if you're scared to play bump and run covers. So how about some of that? Because we lost the game. Everybody bitching, whining, and moaning about, okay, the two-point conversion and, and this, that, and the third. Oh, we should have took the daggone game at the end of whatever. Had, or we should have deferred in overtime. No, excuse me. We lost the game in the third quarter. We lost the game in the third quarter right there. We fought. Tooth and nail to the end. But the game was lost in the third quarter when nobody on offense and defense could do nothing until the fourth and after these jokers scored time and time again. You give me a free runner all over the board. I mean, Devontae or whatever, yeah, we could have blacked him or whatever have you, but try playing a man, bump and run coverage. Throw them off that route a little bit so the front four can try to get to these daggone uh, 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 quarterback and, and on the way to the run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, get going to the quarterback by on the way stopping the run. Okay? Now, let's try that. You need to go back to what you told us when you first came here because that's where we lose it right. right there. Which is stopping the run on the way to the quarterback. Yes, sir. You know you know how you know I was trying to say, Chris, mm-hmm. and thanks for straightening that up for me, uh, Russell on the radio. <laughs> I'm out, man. I'm just going to listen to you Appreciate you, Jonesy. Th- appreciate Jonesy. Thank you, as always. Uh, real quick about the lack of, uh, and we're talking more about the defense because that's the bigger problem right now. On Sunday, they only had two possessions in the third quarter, the commanders. Mm-hmm. Four plays, six plays, um, you know, and only got six on uh, six yards on the four-play drive, 12 yards on the on the six-play drive. So and, and punted both times. So not a lot there, not a lot of possessions, not a lot of time with the ball. There was a large stretch where you went from 
after that second touchdown, which Terry recovers in the end zone at about the 12-minute mark of the second quarter, they went, you know, the rest of the second quarter got a field goal, nothing in the third quarter, and then until about more than midway through the fourth quarter with nothing outside of one field goal. So there was mm-hmm. essentially, Doc, a two-plus quarter stretch where they did diddly squat on offense. I mean, so that is fair to point that out. Yeah. And if they would have put up another field goal, if they would have been able, you know, if Jahan Dotson catches a, a ball right through his hands on third and four, cross the you know, cross the field on a crossing round, maybe they score on that possession. And that was in the third quarter. That was on that four play drive. Yeah, to we start out the second half. We had opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. All right. More calls. Uh canines, if you're out there. We will hear from you. Let's go to, uh, where are we here? Let's go to Sid in Bristol uh, on uh, the Team 980. What up, Sid? How are you? What's up, man? So it's Bristol, man. I'm one of Doc's canines. Oh, Bristol. So you're going to be trying to be very quick now. Bristol. I've got a few points. All right. So I think it comes down to the players, like Doc says. I mean, there's no secret why the Bosas and the Watts and and the Crosbys and, you know, and all them guys and, and Donald. You know, even the young Hutchinson and, and Fletcher Cox, the old yeah. man Fletcher Cox, still bringing it week to week. And we don't have the relentlessness player in the players, and they don't bring it every week. You know, so that's that's just how they are. You know, they just so that's why you know I, I don't think it's it's not consistent. So we can't really, I can't really say much about them. The other thing is, um, one wise man, Chris. This is a question for you, a quiz, real quick. Mm-hmm. Before I make another comment, one wise man over here said long time ago. It's time to evaluate the evaluators. Do you know who that was? It's time to evaluate to evaluators. Evaluators. It's time to evaluate the evaluators. Oh, devaluate. Evaluate the evaluators. Oh, uh, no, I'm not remembering that. What gentleman sitting right next to you? Oh, okay, the wild man. That was nobody's listening. But nobody's listening. Okay, nobody's listening Uh, except you know some of us. But the other thing is, but but real real quickly, but what you meant by that, Doc? It's time to evaluate the the people that are making the evaluation. Everything comes by your design. You get credit for it. It's like a builder building a home. Home fall apart, what do they do? They do an autopsy. They figure out that, well, maybe you didn't use this material. You found right. it. Whatever it is, right. somebody's yeah. supposed to make sure this works. If it doesn't work, yeah. somebody always should be held responsible for it. You ought to know and what you're dealing with. Otherwise, you can never fix the problem. You don't mm-hmm. know who's behind it. Yeah, yeah. We and keep passing the one, buck. Two, two quick points. Like Doc had mentioned before, I request the players to seek private tutoring because I know no coach would like to have a consultant come in. But, for example, you know, I want to see the defensive end reach out to Charles Mann and Dexter Manley. I want to see linebackers reach out to Monty Coleman. I want to see secondary reach out to Daryl Green, wide receivers to Gary Clark, special teams B. Mitch for mm-hmm. running back, special teams, and QB. I mean, this is, if, if they're wise enough and if they care about their career and they want to invest in their career, we have legends and gems right here in our local area, and they're not reaching out, private tutor. Okay, and, and, and I want one last point. I want to give Doc his due in one sense. I'm kind of disappointed. It's a different show. Junkies not giving Doc his due when they're introducing him as the host of the Burgundy and Gold. I mean, I'm going to call their show one time and complain. They should be introducing him as the Redskins legend, one of the Hogs, and a Super Bowl champion. Not, they have never mentioned that. I'm really disappointed in Cakes and whoever's organized. Somebody's got to get on that, man. If it's the producers or somebody... You cannot just introduce Doc as the host of the Burgundy and Gold postgame show. Really? Come on, man. 
And junkies have been around for a while, okay? It, They're in the 50s now, so they it, should know better. It's a noted complaint. Thank you, Sin. Uh, how do I introduce you? I, I mean, I guess I, I don't, don't know. I mean, I don't say the host needed. of the Burgundy and Gold postgame show, but I, I always do try and mention Super Bowl legend, I don't, you know, icon, superstar. Nothing matters in the past. All that matters is what's lying ahead. We can't cash any of that. We're trying to get we're trying to get new stock. That's over. We're trying to be a part of something special. And that's where we're at. And I'm good with that. Chicago's laying ahead in the weeds. They're coming to town on Thursday night. The DOC is with us in studio until 4 o'clock today. Good to have you with us right here on the Team 980, always live and free on the Odyssey app. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, 222, Team 980 on a Tuesday afternoon. Let's keep it rocking and rolling on the phones. Who's more to blame, Jack Del Rio or the players? Seems uh, pretty, from the callers, seems more Del Rio than the players. Not surprising. DOC, earlier in the show, and myself always blame uh, the players more than the coordinator. That's not to say that Jack Del Rio couldn't do things. You know, the one thing that's interesting, Doc, before we get back to the call, and and by the way, uh, you know, tweet, um, you know, Chris, it's obvious Jack Del Rio uh, isn't getting the job done. He's to blame for the overrated defense in my eyes. It can become a badass defense if not for JDR's stubborn, weak play calling and not pushing enough to get the most out of his guys. It's criminal, Chris. I don't know if it's criminal, but um, certainly there is a – and Rocky Pinnock said, defensive woes, players, 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 Del Rio can't make a game-changing play. And that's where I wanted to real quickly circle down with you, uh, mm-hmm. Doc. Do you ever feel like against a elite top-shelf offense that this team is so close and they have the game right there? And outside of that Monday night win in Philadelphia last year where they did make the play at the very end mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and did win that game and, sl- and actually got an extra touchdown out of it, which made a five-point game you know, into a 12-point win, whatever. You ever feel like this team is just so close and then they just don't make the play that they need, whether it be a takeaway, whether it be a sack on a third and whatever, you know, third and eight, third and 17, like it wasn't over. Like, that's what it seems like. Like, they're able to take some things away and to go toe-to-toe with you, and they're going to give up some things. Mm -hmm. Can't shut everything down against a balanced offense. Mm -hmm. But it just doesn't seem like they can come up with – the big play in the big moment on a consistent basis against very good teams or very good offense. You just explained most of the yeah. league. Okay, so most, that's that's not a Washington problem. No, that's, a that's a league, league problem. problem in your eyes. It's a league problem yeah. because you don't your competition varies every week. You've got a young signal caller. Quarterback is such a demand on one person, mm-hmm. and when that person's not on, you got the Buffalo game. Mm-hmm. But when that person's on. You can beat the champs. 
with him as long as everybody else holds up their end. They showed you what they're capable of, and they're going to even get better. Mm-hmm. And we're still – we just got into October. So if they don't stub their toe Thursday, now you start looking to say, and it's all based on are we – do you have everybody in place? I'm still waiting for another layer out of the offense because I think the offense has shown us now we're beyond 19 points. Mm-hmm. Now we're 29. I mean, we could probably yeah. – could we get to 34? A couple of games, Because if we plus. ever give this team a 14 to 16-point cushion defensively, mm-hmm. Maybe then they can pin their ears back. Maybe then Jack has a remedy. Maybe we can get more people involved in pressure. I still am not happy. I think Jamin Davis has a lot more to give. Mm-hmm. I just don't necessarily think he's in the right spot to let his freakishness just take off. It runs like a deer. Let the guy go and hunt, and I think that would be a difference. But, you know, we'll see. Um, just one quick note. According to Pro Football Reference, on uh, through four games and 131 pass attempts, they've blitzed, uh, again, this is according uh, to all the analytics and whatever, 24.8% of the time. So just shy of a quarter of the time, mm-hmm. which is kind of consistent with Jack's philosophy. And listen, when you heavily invest in four horses, the four horsemen, When you heavily invest in that, you expect them to get home and put pressure and put hits and not have to throw the kitchen sink uh, at people. So just keep that in mind. All right, let's go uh, back to the calls. Uh, Lou is with us. What up, sweet Lou? How are you? I'm good, Chris. What's going on, D.O.C.? Hey, Lou. Um, um, I must say, uh, I know you guys put the blame on the players, but I got to go with the coaching staff. man. Once again, you know, start with the head, like with the head coach, man. You know, with the with the lies that he keep coming up with, saying something about oh we didn't have plays, Doc. Like plays, they say they didn't have plays. Like, are you kidding me? You telling me you didn't have plays for that? Like, if you were to win a game, it was like a, a game winning touchdown or, or or something. You got to score. You telling me you didn't have plays? That 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 tell me you don't. You 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 seem like you don't care about your job, and so is the defensive coordinator. So, like I mean, I just don't think that. Uh, um, oh man! Did, wait, uh, did he say he did? They didn't have a play because I I didn't hear that I yesterday. What, I mean, after the game on Sunday, they said his guys were gassed. You're talking hey, about the Paul, two point Paul, conversion. I heard Paulie. I heard. I think that's what Paulie said. I believe. Yeah, for the two, if they, like uh, they when he was asked, why you didn't go for the two instead of you know, he decided. He you said know, his guys were gassed. Only. Maybe I missed. They didn't have a play, but that would be dumber than his guys were gassed. Yeah. Right. That's that's what I'm saying. Like these guys ain't up to for this job. These guys aren't the guys that that's going to take us to the next level. And I just think that both of them, his buddy, and we're not getting a like Doc keeps saying, we're not getting the best out of. Uh, uh, our linebacker, first round linebacker. He's he he looks like he's going in a different direction. The ball going this way, he's going the other way. Every now and then he makes plays, but at the end of the day, it's all it all come down to preparation and JDR. He ain't putting enough emphasis. I mean, I, let's be honest, man. This is year four. Like we've seen this time and time again. Prevent defense when it matters. When the game is on the line. I mean, he did the same thing in the overtime. Dropping ten, like whatever. Dropping eight, you third and seventeen. You can't give up ten yards. You got to play. Come on, it's just it's it's, it's about how you pre- prepare for that week. 
and I feel like he's not putting enough emphasis in that. That that goes to both of them, situational football. So don't you know? I know we could say it's the players. I feel like if we had great like Greg Williams or somebody else, Jim Johnson, rest in pieces. Like you know, but it's it's just like, we can't blame these players, man. I just feel like we need a new voice, and I feel like the voice is right there. It's Eb. And, you know, it is what it is. Hopefully it's next season he's going to take over, man. These two guys are, you know, way back. They they, they need to go retire or enjoy retirement or something, <laughs> man. I, I just don't think – because, like, let, 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 let me point out something to you, Chris and DOC. If I had, a, 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 like, Emmanuel Forbes, if I leave him out there, let him learn his lesson, it's cool. I'm fine with that. But if I had a guy like that, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I would scheme – Things like what Seattle did like last night with the rookie cornerback. I mean, he's slim. You could send him through like a blitz. Like a, you could put a package for him, like a, a blind side blitz. He's slim. He could get through the tight ends or, or, or the big guys. I mean, all you had to do is duck. I mean, come on, man. It's obvious. These two guys are uh, past their time, and they got to give up. Just go retire and just resign, whatever. Let EB take over. And yeah, we're going to see, you know, whatever, man. The glory days are still in, pro- in the process. It's in the progress. But it is what it is. Like I say, man, it's the, it's the, it's the coaches and new voice need to be, you know, it's right there. It's yeah. right next to us. You yeah. see what they, they responded well next, like a, a week, like uh, like from last week. I mean, everybody was just going on EB and, and Sam. So, you know, like I say, man, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a come and chill and, and, and relax over here. And I want what uh, I want to hear what Barney got to say. So, Thanks, Lou. Yeah, yeah appreciate, appreciate you. I, I, listen, I mean, everybody. Look, they're not going to get fired. I don't think Doc. They're going to get fired even if they lose this game. Meaning Jack. Ron. Oh no, no. I think at this point, having started two and two, like the only way they would have been fired is if they would have lost Thursday night's game, and that was like a one and four. They have to be winless, right? Yeah, no, no there's winless. no grounds for that. Um, so you you know it is what it is. One thing I will say is Jack is weirdly aggressive at times. Again, on that second-to-last play of the game, he double-fire blitzes on third and 17, Mm -hmm. and he's got his defensive backs playing, you know, 12 yards off the line of scrimmage, and he gives up nine. I don't know enough about defense, but something to me in my head, the coverage did not match the attack. Is that fair or no? It's hard for it to ever look good if it doesn't work. That is true. I mean, it's just, that is true. It's just what it is. That is true. You're counting on, and again, I've had no conversations about Jack with Jack about this in over a month and a half. But it comes down to you select people to fit a scheme, and now you're trying to figure out in the early part of the season can these guys actually do what you're asking them to do? And so far, you'd have to say, yeah, they've been put in some tough situations. It's never lack of effort. First thing, are you looking for lack of effort? Very few times yeah. have they not given you right. an all-out effort. Then are they doing things to the deep letter of the defense that you're at? We don't know until mm-hmm. he would tell us what he's asking them mm-hmm. to do. So these are the kind of things that you need scuttlebutt from. And then it's about do we have enough good players to counter our opposition? Well, our payroll looks pretty good. Yeah, I always say very clear for me, I'd ask more from you based on what I'm paying you. If I got a high payroll, I can have high expectations. Otherwise, I bought bad groceries. So it, it, it it's very simple. Is you never make it personal. The results are on the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. You either win or you don't. If you're in the business of winning, not everybody is. 
Winning at all costs, maybe. Winning, you got to be able to figure. I mean, these a, guys want to win. It's a win, but but do you have to win? Right. It's a big are they, difference. Are they coaching and playing with their hair on fire? You better be. Well, yeah, I bet, it, it I often would, doesn't I, seem that way around. Well, here. Because a poor player pro- production could make it look bad. That's fair. I mean, That's the fair. kid couldn't have played worse against yeah. Buffalo. And then better against the right. champs. Right. So they know him. Right. E B all the guys that were under the thumb yeah. bounce back. Yeah. Showed and maybe you. we'll be talking about a great defensive performance on Friday. Maybe so. You but know, you don't have to feel insecure right. of mentioning a defense that was heralded right. that has high expectations yep. when they underachieve. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it you know, it's okay to criticize as long as you're being somewhat fair about it and saying, Look, I don't know. You know, don't know. I, I don't know the right answer. All yeah. I know is, you know, on that second to last play of the game, something didn't marry, something didn't match up, something didn't happen that was supposed to happen, and they didn't get beat over the top, but they did give up nine yards, which put Jake Elliott in a position to kick a 54-yard yeah. field goal. Um, quick trending alert, and then more of your calls coming up. Why don't we do that right here, right now? All right, the Giants were blasted last night by Seattle on Monday Night Football 24-3, sacked 11 times. But worse, a couple of injuries, and go figure, it happened on a tush-push play. That's right. What Jalen Hurts and the Eagles have made so famous. Last night, John Michael Schmitz, their rookie center, and Daniel Bellinger. I always want to play the Barney, (laughs) John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmitz thing, but that was... An old bit on the old show. And tight end Daniel Bellinger, both injured. Schmidt's dealing with a shoulder injury. Bellinger, a knee injury, uh, according to Brian Table, and undergoing further tests uh, today. Giants, again, drop to one and three. Meanwhile, the Commanders continue to get set for the Chicago Bears Thursday night. Of course, all-day coverage and post-game coverage on your way out of FedEx Field. The DOC going to be in the house for a little burgundy and gold post-game. Yes, indeed, I believe. And you will have uh, yourself a cover, hopefully a win, covered on your way home out of FedEx Field Thursday night kickoff right around eight fifteen, and the baseball playoffs begin today. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, about twenty five minutes away, Texas at Tampa Bay. 4.30, Toronto visiting Minnesota. And tonight in the National League, it's Arizona and Milwaukee first up, followed by the Fish visiting Bryce Harper and the Phillies. And that's what's trending. All right, the Ace Law lines, uh, listener lines are rocking and rolling. Uh, I know some of you have been on hold uh, for a long time. We'll try and shorten that up as best we can. Let's go right back to it. Uh, here at 301 Ace Law, I hope you get a check call, 8888-ACE-LAW, along with the DOC. Rick Doc Walker in studio. Matty Ice on the other side of the glass. I am merely the rooster. With you until 4 o'clock today, 301-230-0980. Let's go to Bones, who's been... On hold for a very long time. What up, Bonesy? Sorry about that. How are you, pal? Hey, what's going on, Rooster? Bones. Rick Walker. K-9. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to Matt Essex. Man, it is what it wait, is. Did you, you know, uh, wait, 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 wait. Did you call Matt Asig or Matt Essig? Essex. Oh, okay. Yeah. It sounded I like Essex. I was like, yeah, Asset. I was like Bones. Bones is normally Matt nice. Matt Asset. I, I mean, oh, damn. I, like I mean, that, though. well, Asset. it could be Matt Asig or Acid. I mean, one or the other. Or Maybe we should just yeah. start calling him Asig or Acid. Yeah, Acid. I like Acid. <laughs> yeah. 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 
<laughs> just teasing. Yeah, but shout out. But, you know, like, man, uh, I mean, it was a matchup, man. You know, I'm like, you know, Jack Del Rio, man. I, I mean, I'm going to put something on this plate, right? Because, you know, like you say, Doc, that matchup up front, man. You know, you got to dominate that matchup up front, you know, with them four guys, man, going across the line, you know, uh, Chase, you know what I mean, uh, 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 Allen, you know, uh, 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 and, 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 and the other two, right? But, uh, and then you got Cody Barton, man. Cody Barton, he couldn't stick with nobody, man. He could have sent Cody Barton. Cody Barton should have been blitzing a little bit more, you know, and pushed some more help with the pressure on pressure and the quarterback. And maybe, you know, we could uh over, you know, had some uh, good check, you know, checking that guy, man. That guy, uh, you know, and Brown, man, that man is an animal, man. And Forbes did the best he can, you know. I mean, you know, ain't nobody trying to make no adjustment to help the brother, man, you know. Uh, but I ain't mad at him, you know. I just know he gave an effort, man. He did the best he can. But, like, when he bit, you know, it was time to put somebody over the top, you know what I mean? You know, because, like you say, he's just a rookie, man, and, you know, he got he got he got burnt a few times, but Jack Del Rio just left him out there, you know what I'm saying, you know, and uh he ain't getting no help, wasn't nobody over the top and we couldn't get no pressure up front. So uh, you know, maybe we'll make the proper adjustments and get ready, you know what I'm saying, Thursday when we see Chicago. So that's what I'm looking for right now, Chicago, you know. But I ain't mad at nobody about the game, man, you know, uh they did the best they can, man. Thanks for taking my yeah. call. It was guys. a good effort, just not good enough, and yeah. they fell short in enough yeah. areas that it allowed you to go to overtime and come up three points short. I mean, yeah. it wasn't a bad effort. We all know that. It wasn't bad execution across the board. We all know that. It just wasn't enough, and that's kind of what we're talking about. Like, they've got to find a way, Doc, to level the playing field a little bit and create some turnovers, right? We heard about turnovers, 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 yeah. or takeaways, takeaways. That was part of the reason why they loved Emmanuel Forbes. He does have one. He's come close on a couple. Oh, my God. He right? has hands on, the, on twice right. on but this. they've got to find a way to get a little bit more. That's and, the difference and, between. What do you think they're going to do on Thursday against D.J. Moore? Because Chase Claypool is not going to be here. No. Against D.J. Moore, they've got a pretty decent tight end, Cole Komet, mm-hmm. a mobile quarterback, I mean, DJ Moore is what six? What is he six two? Somewhere in that range, I got to look that up. I'd have, to, I'd, I'd be guessing. Would you? I mean, clearly Fuller is. You know, when he lines up on Fuller's side, Fuller's got him. Would you? Especially if he has early success, would you consider putting St. Juice out there and moving Forbes inside? No, if I if I went through that learning curve with him, I'm sticking with okay. him. Otherwise, I wasted ex- the experience mm-hmm. that he's gained. What do you think he's been thinking about all week? What are his relatives saying to him? He can't wait to get back out right. there. He's a one. Yeah. So as uh, was pointed out to me, I, t- I talked to Brian Carpenter, and, and I says a corner, corners have to play. Mm-hmm. Daryl figured it out. You know, he yeah. figured it out. Well, Vernon he's going to get beat. If yeah. you figured it, you're going to yeah. get beat. And DJ Moore, by the way, listed at six foot. I didn't realize he was that. He small. can run though. No oh, matter how run. tall he is, he yeah. can run. Yeah. What I want to see is more of our our fearsome foursome doing that. Mm-hmm. It's the Bears. Mm-hmm. Take the game over. I mean, you're not playing Philly's line this no. week. 
This offensive line yeah. is way, 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 yeah. way different. Yeah. You're not, you're than not what playing. You yeah. Face. By the way, DJ Moore, eight catches, 131 yards. That's not his first 100 yard performance of the year, but it was essentially a breakout performance and a score and a long of 29 against Denver. Now we know how shaky that Denver defense is. But the bottom line is, is maybe they've they found something, if you will, between he and Justin Fields. And again, you've got to you you got to make sure that like what happened in that game last Thursday uh, in 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 Chicago last year Thursday night, they gave up almost 400 yards of offense, 400 yards of offense. If Chicago didn't throw up all over themselves inside the 10 yard line three or four times, we still they won. lose that game by 10 points, and they st- and they barely won. They needed a. Uh, you know, a punt fumble, a punt muff inside the 10 that got them to 12. Never mind the – I mean, I, again, we know the offense was pathetic last year, but I'm talking about the defense, even though they only allowed seven points and they certainly contributed to some of those mistakes Chicago made, Doc, let's not walk into this game thinking, oh, Justin Fields is going to pass for 100 yards. No. Oh, you know, because they don't have David Montgomery, Chicago's not going to be able to run for anything. Let's not go into this game thinking – they're not going to move the football. Now, whether they can execute consistently enough and to the tune of Philadelphia, that's a whole different story. I don't think that's going to happen. I agree. All right, let's get Robert and Reston here uh, before the timeout. What's up, Robert? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Hey, Robert. Uh, I got a little little twisted uh, perspective on this. Okay. Um, towards the end of the first half, here we are, we got the ball. And to me, you got to keep the defense off the field. So, yeah, Jack, I, I blame, you know, I put a lot of the blame on Jack Del, Del, Del Rio. But, you know, the offensive coordinator, you know, he, maybe he's trying to make a name for himself or what. I don't know. The enemy, you know, he's a good, good guy, all that. But, you know, we got we got some running backs that can run the ball. Seven yards a clip, eight yards a clip. Get a ball to him. You know, you got two minutes left to go in the first half. Give him the ball, run it down. By the time, you know, we score a kick, a kick a field goal or score a touchdown, Philadelphia's got 20 seconds left to work with. That's it. But, no, you want to get out there and just throw passes, throw passes. Everybody's pass happy. Mm-hmm. Come on. You're, you're talking about the drive the that, that turned the ball over to Philadelphia after the field goal to make it 17-7 with a buck 40 left. Uh, they threw on third down. They came up short. Uh, to Jahan Dotson on third and 12, but that's because they were sacked on first down. So to your point, when you have Brian Robinson, uh, and that was the one, by the way, they Antonio Gibson uh, on the toss pitch uh, you know, dropped, and he could have had the yeah, edge for a big yeah. gain, right? He might have um, scored. So, I, I mean, you know, that could have worked out brilliantly if he doesn't drop it and recover it. But to your point, on first down, you take a – I think it was a five-yard loss on a sweat sack, not Montez Sweat, Josh Sweat, uh, when Sam Howell kind of lost his footing a little bit. So mm-hmm. that's what your kind of beef is, right? You, you know, you can't. You, you know, you can't. You, it's, everybody's too pass happy. You got first and goal on a two-yard yeah. line. You got to pass. You got to hand the ball off 
three, four times in a row. If you don't get in, I'm just not good enough. This first and goal, you're passing the ball. You're too pass-happy, Mr. Bien-Ami. Mr. Bien-Ami, again, that's fair. Give the ball to my running back. This guy, Brian Robinson, is running the ball at seven, eight yards a clip. Again, it, 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 it's on, a fair man. it's a fair criticism, Robert. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. the passion. I, Doc, it's hard not I mean, to I mean feel he that did way. call the run on second down, though. Oh, and, yeah. And A.G. dropped it, right? Yeah. I, I no, mean, he I, had the edge. I get that. I love the Samuels play to score. That's being to me. It's something we hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. He walked in. Yeah. And uh, you like to think you have a play that you feel so good about that you'd run it. Maybe they didn't feel good about it. And you're going against the champs. And my issue is that maybe you're not good at everything, but I'm still trying to figure out what you're really good at. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not great pass protectors and you're not running well, why are you on the team? Why are you? You're playing? talking about from an offensive line. From an offensive line standpoint, yeah. I, I don't take Sadiq Charles plays butt off. Right. I see people improving. There is progress being made. Um, with Wiley, I, I, I'm not going to ask too much of him, but I'm expecting a level of professionalism. Or is Trent Scott immune to playing? Because the only motivation I've ever known for players is to not have him on the field. Mm-hmm. If I want to get to you, I'm going to let you watch this from my standpoint. Because I'm not playing like I got a contract for everybody to yeah. play. I want to double down on yeah. on the Trent Scott thing yeah. when we get a chance. Probably after 3 o'clock, but right. we'll come back. More calls. I know everybody's been on hold for a long time. Just be patient. Look, we can ask Craig uh, to wait for eight an hour. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we tell Craig. We push Craig back on. We'll just go to I 8 o'clock every I saw his producer came up here. Got a new hairdo. Yeah. Yeah, I saw his well, producer. That makes you happy. Oh, I, you I love, love the kid. You, he you, just, you, you know, love Anthony. When I hair. saw him and he got a new design, and <laughs> he probably paid 30, 40 bucks for that. Hang tight, yeah. guys. Back in a flash. Quick break. 301-230-0980 on the Team 980 along with the DOC and the Odyssey app. All right, Dumb Dumb of the Day about an hour away, and it might have a local quarterbacking tie is how I'll tease it up. We continue along. Let's uh, go back to the phones. Jeff is in Vienna. Jeff, thanks for hanging in there. How are you, pal? Happy Tuesday, gents. Jeff, same to you. Are you saying it's 40 years? Yeah. No, I was just saying, same to you. I was just saying, Jeff, same to you. Okay, are you saying that 40 years ago at Yankee Stadium, Shea Stadium, Madison Square Garden, etc., you couldn't get mustard on a hot dog? No, you could get Goulden's spicy brown mustard. You could not get yellow mustard, is what I'm saying. You sure about that? I'm pretty sure about that. I trust you. Yeah. I I trust you. I mean, you know, it it would just be like, now now you grew, did you grow up actually in Cincinnati or no? I did. Okay. That's my hometown. All right, so that's what I thought. So, like, Skyline Chili is obviously the chili of choice right is is the is the is the main deal right it's mother's milk to me actually. okay so if if they tried to pass off an imposter right a i don't know mild chili not made by skyline but from uh uh you know the dollar store how would that go over uh there is a place called gold star that's 
a low level competitor. I would okay. Say. So yeah. my, I guess my point is, is there's, there's all sorts of competitors and whatever, and all sorts of products. Like when I was growing up in New York, there was only one choice, spicy golden Brown's mustard. Anything else was an imposter, was an embarrassment, was a, now what has happened over the course of time Obviously, more competition, more brands, what have you. And that's where the infusion has happened. And it's confused the misguided. Again, gotcha. yellow gotcha. mustard didn't belong on the Redskins uniform pants, but Bruce Allen thought for 10 years that they did. And it doesn't belong on a hot dog. Spicy brown mustard is the only acceptable condiment or pretzel. It's just that's the way Americans should operate. And as usual, we fall short in this country. And I may be taking crazy pills. <laughs> crazy. Oh, yeah, crazy. Yeah, he is. Anyway, go ahead, Jeff. Sorry about that. Um, so on Sunday after the debacle of the Bengals game, I got back to my hotel room just in time to turn on near the end of the Commanders game. Mm. Did Sirianni save the Commanders by calling that timeout with one second left on the play clock on the next to last player regulation? Uh, no, because it was incomplete. So, so I don't even, uh, like, the pass was incomplete at five seconds to one second, Mm -hmm. and then he called the timeout, right, uh, before the game-tying play, right? Oh, it was a dead ball for me. Yeah, it was a dead ball to to begin with, because it fell short to Logan Thomas at the one-yard line. Right. But, But even with a dead ball, it would have been goal to go from the six instead of the one, right? Uh, if the yeah, commanders yeah. have been called. Right, yeah. right. Uh, yeah, am I, I am I remembering that right? Um, I got to look at my notes. I got to look at my. I have notes. bad recall when yeah. it didn't work. But uh, here's what I know because that was kind of right in front of me, and I'm trying to remember it all. Um, at five seconds, I thought there was one play and one play only, and Sam Howell got it down somehow in enough time that they had one second left on the clock to run that final play. Okay, I mean, I I wasn't in the best mood in the world, and I clicked it on, and I was like, I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> well, I was I Jeff. had to leave about ten minutes left in the game because I was concerned that our dumb bum coach yeah. was going to get Joe with a worse injury than he already had in a twenty-seven to three game. Yeah. I, I just I I don't get it. Yeah, so. I don't I don't get that at all. You got to I mean, sometimes it just ain't your day and you got to yank them out, but these coaches want to stay uh look at, you know, Dable last night, stayed with Daniel Jones, 11 sacks. Uh, you know, obviously Howell uh a week and a half ago, we talked about that last week when Doc was here. You know, nine sacks, stayed in there, took a beating. Joe Burrow same thing. Um, you know, Jeff, by the way, I looked up, there was no timeout, there was no nothing. It was uh, just basically as I described, and it was actually Curtis Samuel, not Logan Thomas, but it was fairly incomplete, okay. and, and the original line of scrimmage was at the 10-yard line um, in that spot, and that's where the touchdown came from as well. Okay. But, Doc, back to these injuries. I know you never wanted to come out of a game, but there's a difference between being injured and hurt, right? Who was injured? Burrow. Joe Burrow. He, so Jeff Jeff's a big Bengals fan, so he's mad that Burrow was was left in there in a, in a in a blowout. Yeah, well that's that I didn't see it. I don't know why he would be when you know if you're not going to win the game, why right. is he in the game? Right, would be what I would say unless he's trying to get his conditioning up. Right, and the, and the injury is not as bad as we think it is, and he told them I want to play. He's yeah. got that kind of I, I think cachet. That's- 
Yeah, and, and Doc, when you were playing Thursday night games, were around or they weren't around? I don't remember Thursday night games at all. Yeah, okay. we, Monday was was sacred. Monday, Sunday, had Sunday just, night. I don't even know yeah. Sunday start. I mean, it was right. Stone Ages. Yeah, right. there was there was. I think we had yeah. There was a covered wagon, and there was a thing over it, and, and horses. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. I uh, got to run. Top of the hour. Uh, Paulie will lead off, uh, and then we've got. So many others. So we'll just be patient uh, and, uh, you know, understand if you can't uh, hang in there. We're trying to get to you as quickly as we can on the other side of 3 o'clock, right here in the nation's capital on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.